Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Saturday evening, the rarest of birds, a Saturday Thunder and Lightning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your – oh, I'm sorry. They're a little later in the show. We'll get back to them. We'll come back to them. College Corner, I got a tweet this morning from our friend Rob Hadaway letting me know that somebody hasn't gone to, hasn't gone to College Corner. Wearing maroon is all that matters. He said it was original original issue, had the uh, Russell on the back. That's an 18-year-old t-shirt, people. We're just going to have to wait until it just turns to dust. It's going to biodegrade at this point. That has to be the strongest material I'm, known give to Give Russell man. credit. I mean, it's they, incredible. They, their shirts are built to last. Well... You don't need to wear those. You need to go to College Corner and get something new, not only for yourself, but for your house, for your family, for your tailgate, for your car. Everything you're looking for, maroon and white, they've got it at College Corner. Humble Taco went past there a little little while earlier today. Patio was rocking. The weather, it's a little hot, but it's not that bad. This next weekend, though, guys, now it's patio weather. Now it's time to get out there and start enjoying yourselves. Head over to Humble Taco. Have a great meal. Tacos that you cannot get anywhere else. Have a margarita. You'll always have a great time. Humble Taco. Ty Tim's is behind the stove. You know the food's going to be good. The service is going to be good. Some of Starkville's best restaurants. That's Humble Taco. Hopefully you guys are enjoying some firehouse subs at your tailgates. You're getting a party platter like I've been saying. That's the way to go. Looking forward in these next few few games. Big tailgating opportunities coming up. Hit up Firehouse Subs for a party platter or just hit them up for lunch. Use the free Firehouse Subs app to place your order and you're going to pile up reward points on top of everything else. Locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, and Madison. That is Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk. Yeah. Mississippi State 45, Bowling Green 14. Covered. Covered. Good teams win. Great teams cover. They have covered the spread in all three wins. Yes. So State State 3 and 1 against the spread this year. That's nice. And three and one in real life. And they were they they were favorites against LSU, right? Did they that, were. They were. So yeah, would not have covered. Well, I will. We, we don't need to worry well, they wouldn't about. have covered we're anyway. Gonna, we're not gonna worry about all that. We, we're moving on. We're moving forward. We're not talking about the past. We are moving forward. That's right. Mississippi State 45, Bowling Green 14. Easy win for the Bulldogs. They handled their business. Now the real fun begins in these next three games. What's going to happen? What do you need to know? Tell them, Falk! Well, Brian, we came into this ball game and we said that Mississippi State had to come out in this game and really assert their will, dominate Bowling Green, and win the game like they were projected to do by 30-plus points. And that's exactly what they did, Brian. I thought the offense was 
was for the most part pretty crisp. Mm-hmm. I like the tempo that they play with, and six of the seven possessions that they scored touchdowns on, they scored on or five of the six rather, they scored at two and a half minutes or under. So that told me that there were some big plays in there by Will Rogers and company. There was some fast pace in there. I thought the defense had its moments where where it was kind of rusty, but I thought they played pretty well for the most part. But you saw what you needed to do in this game. You had to come out. You had to take control of the ball game early, and uh, and they did, and they coasted to victory. I thought that was big for Mississippi State to respond that way because this is a veteran team. This is a team that coming into the season you said – they have the leadership out there. They should take care of teams they're supposed to beat, and they should be able to, to respond to adversity well. They didn't do that against LSU, but this was an opportunity for them to kind of set the tone for this three-game stretch that's really big. So I, I thought it was a good win for Mississippi State just to come out and take care of business. I'm not sure how much we really learn in this ball game, but I, I did think that some of the throws that Will Rogers made in this game were pretty – were not pretty, they were really good. Yeah. Some of his throws down the field. The third of Wally. The third of Wally was incredible. Uh, you start, you're starting to see the evolution of Will Rogers beyond these little dump off passes that people have kind of, uh, you know, labeled him unfairly that, labeled him with. Yeah, in this game, you saw very few dump off passes. Most of them were crossing patterns across the middle. There were throws down the field in one on one coverage. Thought that pass to Ra Ra Thomas was a great throw. Great throw. Ra Ra's got to come through right there, but. Uh, for the most part, pretty pretty good ball game for Mississippi State. Uh, you got an injury to Dollar Bill. You hope that that's not anything that's going to uh, be lingering. A couple other guys got banged up, but otherwise, you come out of this ball game feeling better about Mississippi State, I think, than you did coming in. I'm going to assume the answer is no, but I haven't seen any of the post game recap. Was any clarity given on that situation with Dollar Bill? <laughs> he was asked about Dollar Bill, uh-huh. and he said Dollar Bill is healthy as a horse. And just went into this big, long Mike Leach rant that he has, uh, basically saying nothing. Okay. So I I, I need to we'll read find you, out. I need to read you this quote because it okay it, it was it was pretty good. You got it ready to roll. And, and I also asked him afterwards what, if he thought he was still in the game for uh, being state's kicker after Ben Raymond. And he gave a pretty good response, but he said Dollar Bill's healthy as a horse. He's nearly superhuman. It's tough to unfold. In a place like this, without some scientist and genetic specialist, he's doing exactly what we want him to do. He's doing great. <laughs> Read the other one you're telling me about. So I asked him, where do, you st- where do you stand in the kicking competition after you said that you felt like you could take yeah. over a kicker? And uh, he said he's behind. I'm, I'm hoping to be behind every week. He's making some strides and definitely leading me after this week. I think we all hope he can hang on to it. Yeah. Talking about Ben Rabin. So, which, by the way, uh, nearly set the school record for longest field goal. Just like quietly. You know, like he was one yard away from breaking the school record for the longest kick uh, at Mississippi State. It's, it's, it's kind of like. There was a. Well, I mean, it may have been. It wasn't. Not, I'm not, I don't think it was Costello. <sighs> I don't. Remember, there was one year where it was just like you just looked up. You're like, oh god, that's the record. Yeah, and yeah, and that's what almost happened today. So so yeah, good day for dude. Has a State. leg on him, man. I, and I think State's got a really good kicker. I had you know I kind of uh, I kind of pause when I say that mm-hmm. because it seems like every time we talk about Mississippi State being good at kicking the football, 
something bad happens. But other than that missed extra point last week, which could have been on a holder or the snapper, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's been, I mean, perfect yeah. to this point. Yeah. Just a note here as we're moving along here, a lot of, a lot of football going on as we record. Uh, UCF playing Georgia Tech today. They have 38 yards of offense halfway through the third quarter. All right. So Gus Malzahn Kid's is, a good piano player, though. So Gus Malzahn is going to have an, another job to be looking for at some point. Yeah. like to picture uh, John Rice. What do Tigers dream of? Something like that. <laughs> All right. Now, he's a big uh, drops of Jupiter guy. I know that, but I want to expand his portfolio a little bit. So, uh, if you listen to the post-game show today, you know there was not a lot of questions for me. Only a, This is like a 12-minute post-game show today. I just think, you know, like, people were just are not... When you when you blow a team out, you're supposed to blow out. Yeah. There's just not a lot of excitement. And then, not only that, like, after the game, what am I going to say? Like, what are you asking me? Like, good game, huh? Yeah, so, I get it. I, I'm, not, I'm not upset by it. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking... A lot of people are just like, all right, I watched the game. Now I'm going to go do other stuff this Saturday. I'm going to watch other games. I don't need to spend 30 minutes with Hey Dad. Talking about this, right? So, that being said, when there's not you know not a lot of questions, that means there's probably not a whole lot of things that are true. And you're right, there aren't. Today, I only have eight things that are true, but I will promise you this: I will promise you this, they're all true. So let's get into them. These are the things that are true. Number one, that is a get right game. When what went wrong for state today? Well, when was was there ever a moment you were like, "What is going on out there?" Well, that that Maybe the 97, one 97 yard, yard drive. Yeah, but I think I think the defense was deflated when the the interception got overturned. Yeah, that happens sometimes. And you're just but like, that's really. I mean, I thought that that possession where Percy Lewis was in there and they kind of struggled to protect Will in that possession, that was kind of concerning. But the way that they immediately kind of flipped the script on the offensive line, I thought was really good. When the, when Nick Jones got in there at left tackle and Steven Lasoya, I thought that pretty much sewed up any issues they had on the offensive line. So, I mean, that I mean, other than that, I mean, th- that's two possessions out of the entire ball game. I thought it was a well-played game across the board for the most part. Is this the first time they haven't had, like, some kind of special teams thing that you can complain about? They really were clean. Like, on all three three instances, all three phases of the game, I thought. Memphis, did they have anything in the Memphis game this year? Special teams-wise? Yeah. Uh, other than not putting the ball through the end zone on kickoffs every time? So we'll, we'll use that. Yeah. So this game was probably as good a special teams game as they've had right. We're since talk Mike about that Leach a little has later. We'll talk about that a little later. But basically what we said, what I said on Friday at Sports Talk Mississippi was State just needed to beat the crap out of this team. Mm-hmm. They need to be in control from the first minute of the game Never relinquish, never be in trouble, and that's what they were. And I mean, I think that if they had left Will Rogers and company in, that they might have been able to, uh, to to put another touchdown on the board. So just an easy, easy game, exactly what you needed for Mississippi State. I mean, I do wonder what Bowling Green would have done with their starter at quarterback. Yeah, it might have been a little different. I mean, a little different. But I mean, you're still talking about Bowling Green here. Yeah, I mean, I just not, don't. I don't think it would have made the difference in the game. Maybe a couple touchdowns more. Yeah. All right, number uh, two. We're three. We're four games in. I, I'm gonna. The thing I alluded to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break it up. I, we're four games in. State's played three of its non-conference games. All three of them have been blowout victories. I really don't understand why Sawyer Robertson hasn't gotten a few more snaps. 
Yeah. Just a few more. Like just he could have started the fourth quarter today. I just don't think that is that's Leach's thing. I just don't think it's you know he's gonna do that. Allow me to give you number three on things that are true. Or maybe I do understand because while he was in, I wasn't that impressed. Yeah. I want you all to say it out loud with me. I know Robbie has already believed in it, so there's no point in him saying it, but he's not ready yet. Mm mm. All right, guys, did you see did you see what happened today? Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> this is Sawyer Robinson changing. Do, Do you, you see? see? He's not ready yet. He will be ready soon. It will happen for him. He's a talented, talented football player, but he's not ready yet. So just oh. So just hit dart out of bounds. Um just just accept that. We'll, now that said, I would I would like to have seen him get more reps in these first three four games. He could have gotten more some more reps against Memphis and against Arizona. He could have. But what people are going to say is, well, you know, it was garbage time. But he's still uh, that's even worse. I mean, give him going a up series. Against, give him a series with the starters. Yeah, everybody's a starter, but him. Put him out there with the first team and see what happens. It, it's still it's it's Will's team. It is it's Will's just, team, one hundred percent. And the next time Mississippi State loses a game, just remember that. Yeah, remember that Will Rogers is the best quarterback currently mm-hmm. on the roster. All right. Does Number, that mean he's the most talented? No. It, like it has the highest ceiling? No. no. Right. But right now, right Will now. Rogers is going to be the quarterback and should be the quarterback. I agree. Number four. Oh, excuse me. Oh goodness. It's past my bedtime. I'm old man. Five p.m. Five thirty. Oh. I watch Matt Lock go to bed. Yeah. Right. Uh, number four. I, I, I hate to say that. I brought this up in the uh, the postgame show. I hate to say this. I do. I hate when people say, oh, they played vanilla. Mm. Oh, well, they didn't show very much. I do think defensively today, Mississippi State didn't show very much. They, they basically a lot. They rushed four and played coverage and just sort of happy with that. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe that. What do you think? Yeah, I did think that they, they, they opened up the pass game a little bit on offense, though. We started seeing more shots down the field. And maybe that's just Will trusting that his receivers are better than Bowling Green's defensive backs. But the offense looked a a lot more explosive in this game. Saw a lot of shots down the field. Three touchdowns for sure over 25 yards. Uh, I can't remember if there was any more. but And then he had what would have been like a a 50, 60-yard pass to Ra-Ra Thomas that he just dropped. So I thought thought the offense was opened up a little bit, but <clears throat> but I agree with you. Defense looked like they were kind of running their base, yeah, their base defense there against Bowling Green, which I mean, you should be able to do. I agree. You don't have to scheme up a whole lot. I agree, hundred percent. Let your guys go out there and win. All right, number five. This is maybe the, the biggest negative of the day for me. State's own line's got to figure some things out, and they got to start figuring them out now because now it's now it's time. Mm-hmm. Now you're about to play Texas A&M. The offensive line, I mean, against LSU, I don't have a problem. You know, you, you give up some sacks there. LSU's talented. Bowling Green shouldn't have been getting as much pressure, in my opinion, as they were. And, and that, that's not only the offensive line, but, but Will's got to be a little bit better about checking out of something. You and I made a point. There was a, one, one, one sack. It was just obvious pressure was coming. You, got, you had six or seven on five. Yeah. And you got to be able to check out of that. You got to be able to figure something out there. Yeah, maybe run like a little screen, quick pass or something like run. that. Just yeah, draw. draw play would work. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> you know, I think there's times where everybody just brings the house on Mississippi State mm-hmm. just to make sure they get a sack, and it seems to happen a lot on like a first down. 
and it really sets Mississippi State back mm-hmm. on offense when they get behind the change and it's, it's second and 16 mm-hmm. or something. But also, I thought the most pressure they got on Will was when Dollar Bill had just going out of the game. You had Percy Lewis in there at left tackle. And like Sawyer, Percy's not ready. He's not ready yet. Right. So, um, and I think I think Percy's going to be fine. But and that's why I think they got to make sure he red shirts. Mm-hmm. I, I, you can't use a year right. of him he just coming in mop up duty. I thought Nick Jones was much Nick better Jones, there. So you, you Nick Jones like, is the guy. I feel like you can move enough pieces yes. around to move Nick Jones to left tackle if you need to, and have somebody you know. Stephen Lasoya was great. Lasoya was okay, or could, could Albert Reese and, and maybe Cam? I don't know. You know, they figure it out. You can move. You could probably slide Cole Smith over to left guard and let Albert Reese play right guard. You got some options there, but Percy Lewis is not that option there. I think Mason Miller was trying to mix and match some. We saw Albert mm-hmm. Reese in there at right tackle some. Uh, we saw, like I said, Stephen Lasoya. I thought, and you know, talking to a couple of people after the game, Lasoya, from what I understand, is not playing more mm-hmm. because he's the second team center, and he's a very good center. And if something happens to Little Quinston Sharp, you don't want him, mm-hmm. you know, him also being out of the ball game. So Lasoya is one of the, I would say, the top seven. Top six or seven linemen on the team. He's just behind LaQuinta Sharp right now. So yeah. I, I thought he came in, handled that great. I thought Nick job. Jones did a really good job. I think Nick it got a lot a, better when they figured that I out. I think yeah. that's the way to go. Yeah, if, I agree. if something happens to Dollar Bill, Nick Jones at left tackle, who we've we've seen now in two ball games for sure since he's been at state, and then Lasoya at left guard, I think it'd be fine. Number uh, six. I don't know what exactly they do. I don't know who owns them or anything like that. But I really hope that Simmons Erosion Supply is doing well. Because they're going to be cutting a huge check at the end of this football season. I I asked Will about that, too, after the game. Not about, like, what is is Simmons Erosion making or anything like that. But, I mean, last week... He had one touchdown, and it was a terrible game for Mississippi State. That's still a thousand bucks in right. the pocket of Make a Wish. Right. He's thrown sixteen, I think it's 16, touchdowns, sixteen touchdowns yeah. in four games. Yeah, that's sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, he's all, I mean, but we put him on pace to throw for forty-two touchdowns or forty-eight touchdowns. I'm sorry. Oh my god! I mean, you're talking about at, at the end of the year they're going to be paying at least and that's, that's a game with one touchdown in it. That's yep. that, that's going to be an outlier. Yeah. Right. You're, I mean, he's going to average two and a half, three touchdowns. They're they're easily going to pay forty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Which so again, which is awesome. I mean, I, I don't know what they do, but if you have erosion problems, I'm going to ask you to call Simmons Erosion Services. That's a free plug. Be, I have. I'm not making any money off of this. And where's where Simmons Erosion? No idea. Uh, I'm sure they're in Jackson or Brandon somewhere. It, the, do you think there's some other kind of financial backer here that's involved? Or is it straight from Simmons Erosion? Talking about a friend of ours? What? Talking about, you know, the other guy? Jeffrey Simmons? No, no, I'm talking about, you know, you know, I don't I don't want to say nothing. No, I don't I didn't say nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just uh, saying maybe Carmine Lupertazzi's involved. Uh, <laughs> is Simmons Erosion and Waste Management? <laughs> They're in the waste management business. There you go. So Mazarone. They're they're like they're like uh they're like Gus. On Breaking Bad, like yeah. they 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 pose at the. <laughs> Don't, let's not let's not I'm talk not about put these that people on, like this. I'm not gonna put that on Simmons, but 
<laughs> We're making made, these people out to be the mafia. Please meet our CEO, Gustavo Simmons. <laughs> We're making these people out to be the mafia drug cartels. I'm I mean, so sorry. I'm going to assume they are this. The, the, they are the ones in Mississippi you call. I don't know what erosion <laughs> services do. I don't know. I just hope that they're very successful. Yeah. I wish them all the best. I, I, well, I'm not meaning to, to demean Simmons erosion and no, call these people drug cartels. They're having fun with it. But, but seriously... It's pretty they're awesome. A big check, it's yeah. pretty it awesome, is, and it, I mean, and it's almost like a season where they're like, "Here's fifty thousand dollars. That's awesome." And you know what I would like to see happen? I don't know if it will, but I like to see Mike, Mike Leach be like, "I'm going to match that." That would be cool. Like That'd Mike, be, yeah, I call. I mean, that's the a drop in the bucket for him. Yeah, 50, he's got 000. fifty grand. He's got it. So that's really cool. Uh, number seven, you talked about it just a minute ago, but I want to go into a little bit more detail because they deserve it. To be honest with you, special teams were really good for Mississippi State today. Really good. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about every facet of it. Kickoff, kickoff return, punt return was solid. The punting is great. Georgopoulos is an outstanding punter. So is Archer Trafford. Those guys are good. It doesn't matter which one comes out there. Yeah. They both understand what they're doing out there. This was maybe the cleanest game Mississippi State's played in special teams in in a couple years. And the thing that's impressed me is the kickoff blocking, the protection. It's good. I mean, almost and every single Tulu time. Is just to, a heady guy. He knows what yeah. he's doing. He follows his blocks, but he's getting good blocking. I think you got to give a lot of credit to uh, Eric Mealy. I agree for what he's done. He he's been able to make Mississippi State go from a team that is just putrid. They were bad on special year. teams to to really good to great across the board for the most part. And they've had their lapses, of course. They've missed three extra points. Dropped a punt last week, but I don't really blame special teams coaching on that. But Eric Mealy is doing an outstanding job, whatever he's doing with this group. And they they upgraded. They get, they went out and got a couple of kickers. They went out and got a punter. But Archer Trafford's been very good punting the football. There's competition there, which I think has made everybody better. And uh, like I said, the return the returns have just been uh, fantastic. Punt and kick. But they've also they've also get, they're getting the ball in the hands of legitimate electrifying playmakers. Yeah, and that's what you do. You're, Thomas and Griffin are are absolutely out, and they seem to be sure. I know I'm jinxing them, but they seem to be sure-handed. Yeah, like you know we've talked in the past about that's why Austin Williams is back there. That's why Fred Ross was back there, right? Just because you felt like he would catch the ball, and that's all you're really worried about. Now it feels like you're, you're getting guys. Ooh, that's targeting big time. Oh my god. Sorry. Sorry. But Brian is just enamored with the Ole Miss game right now. He is glued I'm obsessed. In. They live rent-free in my head, Robbie. Texas Tech and Texas tied at 31. I'm sorry, Tyler. Uh, but anyway, to have a, it's, it's one thing to have a guy who's a good athlete and can break long returns, but you don't trust him catching the ball. And then it's the other guy who's like, okay, he's sure-handed, but we're not getting anything in the return game. When you have both, that wins games because it picks up yardage. We talk about hidden yardage all the time. You know, the difference of your starting field position being the thirty-five versus the twenty-five is huge. Mm-hmm. If you're doing talking about five or six possessions, that that's a hundred yards of offense, 50, 60, 50, 60 yards of offense. That's a drive. And Xavier Thomas is going to take. one He's of going the house. to take one to the house. No question. No Tulu question is about it. too. Tulu they is are. too this year. They, they, I, they will both get a return again. For a complete this year. joke that Tulu did not make the first three teams in the SEC as a returner. Exactly. I just don't understand, but miss it. is there a Tulu thing on your? Uh, There's not. Go ahead. 
somebody listened to us last week. I, there, there is. There's we absolutely are, no way we that point didn't get make it difference to makers. We are wordsmiths. We run this stuff. There's no way you, you can't convince me otherwise that our message didn't get out some to, to someone on the team because Tulu was fed the ball today. Tulu, on the first play of the ball game, the Will snapped the ball and looked directly at Tulu mm-hmm. and threw him the ball. Mm-hmm. And we see, I mean, people are seeing why we want the ball in that kid's hands. We are the man of the the men of the hour, the men, men with, with the, the power. power, too sweet to be sour. sour. All right, I'm telling you, we I, are Magnum TA and Dusty Rhodes, America's team. All right, that's I said, us. I, I said on the board the other day, I'm getting us. We're going to. Coats. We're we're not going to go away. We're going to make sure oh, that, no. things, that things like that happen. We're going nowhere. <laughs> Tulu will be fed. Thunder and lightning. You make the rules, and we, we will, will break them. I'm right. telling you, Tulu will be fed. He's going to get fed, he will not or there will be hell to pay. <laughs> All right, last last one. That was fun right there. Number one. Number, I'm sorry, number eight. I really, truly believe this, what I'm about to say. This is the season... And this is Mike Leach's career at MSU in these next three games. This is this is what's either going to make him or break him. If he can't if he can't get state through these next three games, two and one or better, it's just never going to happen at Mississippi State. It's just never going to happen. And two and one is it's doable. Is, is what, it's and, totally doable. Yeah, and that's what and that's what we're setting. That that I don't I don't think I'm not expecting state to go three and zero out of this stretch. That would be incredible, but. We're setting that number at two and one. They need to be two and one after Texas A and M, Arkansas, and Kentucky. Yeah, have to be two and one. If they're not, and it's hey, just you go not gonna happen for Mike Leach. And if you go, if you somehow screw you go around three and, and go three and zero, now we're talking about going nine and three. Yeah, we really are. So that LSU game is. So it's not just the season. It's more than I said it for the LSU game, and I'm saying it again. These next three games are his career. If he's four, if he wins next week, everybody's gonna be on board. Yeah, yep. packed. Packed house for Arkansas, probably a night game because CBS will be two uh, thirty. Our Texas A and M, six PM, SEC Network yeah. or ESPN, or ESPN, yeah, and ready to go. And that place will be rocking. It will be because uh, you know I, I thought that the atmosphere, like the you know, everything that marketing did and everything for that Memphis game, mm-hmm. it was going to be a special night. Yeah. And like that was just Memphis, yeah. And it wasn't a full crowd, but it just felt like the atmosphere was different. If, if State can win next week, which I think will be an, a, a good atmosphere for that as well, they win that ball game and they're hosting Arkansas, I think that place will be lit, as the kids say. I agree. All right. How do you do, fellow kids? Yes. All right, let's move on into the last segment of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. They'll be proud of me tomorrow when those Philly cheesesteaks start getting – I can't wait to make Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, and I bought some other beef, too, so I can make some smoked queso. Ooh. I don't know if I've ever bought as much cheese as I bought yesterday. So Mississippi Beef Council, still cows, right? It's also, it's also, also cheese. dairy product there. All sorts of good stuff happening there. Hopefully this weekend, if you got the chance to cook out, you put some steaks on the grill, you put some beef on the grill. And like I said, next weekend, the fall weather's starting to roll in. It's going to be chili time. It's going to be vegetable beef soup, taco soup, spaghetti, all sorts of great stuff happening. And it all happens when you buy beef and you cook with beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. It's for our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. 
Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Why, you think they're busy right now as we're, as we're recording here at 5.45 on a, a Saturday afternoon after a football game? Think there's a line to get in there? You, you want to know why there's a line to get in there? Because it's awesome. Because the food's great, the people are great, and that's just the way that it is. So when you want to eat good, when you want to have a great time, you make it really simple on yourself. Walk in the door at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service. Every business promises it. Advantage Business Systems delivers it. And I'll tell you how you know, because they've been open for business for 47 years. I found out today, today is Stephanie McMahon's birthday. She's only she's 46. She's a little, just a little younger than me. Really? Didn't know. I thought she was a little younger than that, to be honest with you. I was thinking she was getting close to fifty. To be honest. Well, she is getting close to fifty. 40, but I mean, like six is close to fifty. But I mean, like all like well. she was like forty nine, fifty. But regardless of that, <clears throat> she's not as old as Advantage Business Systems. So she still got it. So does Advantage Business Systems. We That's just keep true. segueing here. That's true. Call them today for your technology needs. Number is six zero one three six two nine one nine two, or you visit them online at absms.com. But how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I'm going to see if we can't get the Rogue to put together a turn in your Maroon is All That Matters shirt and we'll give you 10% off. <laughs> I bet I bet they'd be willing to go for that. I'm going to find out. I'll talk to our friends at the Rogue. We're tired of living the three-stripe life. Make it easy on yourself with the Rogue's Collegiate Collection. It is fantastic quality. It's great-looking shirts, quarter zips, and it's the logos that you, the fans, have been asking for. Everybody like the throwback stuff today? Everybody likes throwback MSU. They've got it with at the Rogue, the M over S, the State Script, the Walking Bully. Those are the logos you guys say you want. They make it happen for you at the Rogue. Quality products from one of the top names in men's clothing in the entire. I had a friend of mine said, "I'm mad because the Rogue doesn't sell women's clothing." I'm like, "It's a men's clothing store." There's plenty of women's like, clothing stores. Like, you know, I'm not. I, I don't get upset when I walk into Forever Twenty One. Be like, "Oh, where, where's the guy stuff?" I just know. I mean, there there is infinitely more boutiques. Yeah. Then there are men. It's like three to one. Like, let us have something. Why don't you? Let us have something in our lives, ladies. One thing. I mean, we have this one thing. Think about Startville and like how many women's boutiques there are. Right. And there's one men's clothing store. Let us have the rogue. Can we just have it? Is is there one men's clothing store in Startville? Just one. Just one. Yeah. And there's like twenty boutiques. Exactly. So let us have this. Give us something we can be proud of. Gah! We've sacrificed so much. Right. Well, you don't have to sacrifice. The time we gave birth? <laughs> I mean, come on. You realize how many sandwiches I had to make myself? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer will slap the mess the out of The taste right out of my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> the rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life. Therogue.com. Uh, obviously, those things are important. No question about it. But let's talk about something that's really important. Oh, he had a touchdown in his hands and he dropped it. (laughs) Take it. (laughs) About to be touchdown Tulsa. Uh, Something important. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Coffee is for closers. It's brought to you by our friends over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Gunnison. Yes, it would. 
When there's somebody named Gunner Brewer, that's a Gunter Brewer is Billy Brewer's son. He was a coach at Ole Miss. There you go. I think he's at like Oklahoma Gunner, State or something now. Gunnison Brew Brew Brew. I can't make it work. No. So. You can make it work real easy for yourself. All you've got to do is go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Wherever you live in our fine state, they got you taken care of. You can order it for shipping at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Coffee's for closers. Who didn't get coffee today? For state, I feel bad after a 45-14 win to pick on anybody. But Rara Thomas, man, what's up? What, what happened? What's up there? Didn't play. We for... pointed that out. We were like, where is he in the first quarter? He didn't play the first quarter. Like, he didn't play like most of the suspended. first half. Yeah. He, he played in the first quarter late because I thought maybe he suspended for the first quarter and then mm-hmm. he went in. So I, I don't know what that was, but and then he had the drop touchdown pass basically. So I, Brian cannot cannot stay away from this old miss game. Touchdown. Uh, cannot stay away from this old miss game. I'm, I'm, I'm totally locked in. Um, so Rara Thomas. Rara Thomas didn't play most of the first half. Had a catch where he fumbled. He did recover it, and yeah, then he dropped. I forgot about that too. And then had the drop. That I mean, it would have easily been like a forty-yard game, but could have been a touchdown. Just not his best day. Well, Leach said I think it was the first camp practice. Mm-hmm. We asked about Rara, and he had mentioned like he's got to be more consistent. He has he has days where he, you know, is, looks like the best receiver out there, and then days where he disappears. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be kind of a common theme. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that this guy is – he's been playing football for like three years. Yeah, he's, he's raw. Like he came in like his junior year or something in high school. He was a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just what you're seeing right now. You're seeing a guy that's trying to figure out how to put it together every single day as a football player. So uh, that's that's really what I think is the big issue there with him. You know, mm-hmm. he had that – he had an amazing catch last week where he basically teabagged a guy in the end zone mm-hmm. on a on a jump ball and then came back, dropped a pass, kind of disappeared the rest of the ball game. Mm-hmm. You just need more consistency out of him because, to me, he might be your most overall talented receiver. I agree. As far as just, you know, you know the catch radius, the leaping ability, has pretty good speed. He's just got to put it all together. So they're not my SEC no coffee, but I want to talk about Texas A&M for a second. Mm-hmm. So A&M is 2-1. They beat an FCS team in Miami. Who looks bad right now. Well, I'm going to get into that. And then they beat, they lost they're the, uh, They lost to App State. So Miami, last I checked, is down about 20 points to Middle Tennessee. It's 34-24 now. Well, I think Middle Tennessee has scored again since then. I could be wrong. Did they? And James Madison just beat App State. Yeah, App State's not that good. They were up twenty-eight to three in that game. That score is officially cursed, twenty-eight-three, and then they lose thirty-two twenty-eight. App State was up twenty-eight-three. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, last week they had to have a hail mary to beat Troy. That's right. I mean, they, really, App State should be one and three. North Carolina doesn't look very good right now. North Carolina is getting blown out by Notre Dame as we speak. Is anybody good outside of Georgia and Tennessee? Georgia st- I mean, stunk Georgia, today. Not even Tennessee. Georgia and Bama. Georgia stunk today. Yeah, they did. They only won by 17. I mean, I, I love that that's stinking, but it is what it is. I thought, you know, we saw some of this like in 2020, mm-hmm. and we, the, the thinking was, you know, the guys have not had the the conditioning and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's two years after that, and we're still seeing a lot of inconsistencies from people. I don't think it's like the parody. People are just not, you know, very consistent. Yeah. 
That said, how could it not be Mizzou from the SEC? I know we're only halfway through a lot of games. But this is the, the sequence that loses the game for Mizzou. First off, I don't know if you oh. saw... What? I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. So did you see the catch that got Mizzou to like the first and goal? No, because we were talking to Lee. I'm going to tell you right now, that's one of the craziest catches you'll ever see. I mean, I don't know how he caught it. So while this is happening, I'm watching on streaming, right? So I start the, the green room up, and this guy's like, looks like you're going to beat Robbie. And I was like, yeah, looks like I'm about to be one up. And then he's like, oh, wait, never mind. And I was like, oh, come on, I haven't even seen it. They missed this. They missed, a, a, they missed closer than an extra point. Yeah, I saw that. They go to overtime. <clears throat> Auburn gets the ball first, kicks a field goal, misses. But Mizzou is offsides. So we replay the down, and they get the field goal. Now they're up three. Okay, no problem. You're only up three. Touchdown wins it, right? The guy is walking into the end zone, and he fumbles it, and it goes out the back, and it's a touchdown. Did he just drop it? He just dropped the ball. So it was one of those things like celebrating. I think he had the ball out with one hand, and he just fell out. It's incredible. You know, I I thought the Cardinals were going to do that the other day in their game against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Close. Imagine if you're like – you have a pick six in overtime to win the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, the same same deal, pretty much. The guy was about He's going to score. In. And win the- He's going in. But what a what a range of emotions there. That that was a that was more wow. of a range of emotions than the only emotion they have now is suck. Yeah. Mizzou I mean, because and, and like Auburn, like, covered, you, you but, can't be you can't be nobody can be happy about that. Oh, their message boards are mad because they're like, we wanted to fire him today. Yeah, because I think Harson might have gotten he would have fired, gotten fired today if they lost. Like it might have been like Herm Edwards, like I'm fired on the field. Yeah. Uh, but that dude is such a a, a, a lame duck, man. Yeah, that he, he's done. He's got a couple more games. So Mizzou for them in the national picture. What about Michigan State? Ooh, did you see this? So I saw the the halftime stats. Michigan State was being outgained. They were losing seventeen nothing. Mm-hmm. They were being outgained three twelve to forty five. So Aaron Burley hasn't exactly he hasn't really done well there. Um. Final score, 34-7. They gave that guy like an extension, right? Didn't didn't they give him like yeah, some the, sort like of a big one, long extension? Because they acted like because you know, people that they beat uh, Michigan was it Michigan yeah, last they, year? They, they beat. Well, they won ten games last year, and everybody's like, "Oh, you better the hottest guy in the in the entire world of college football is Mel Tucker right yeah. now." So they're on the hook for him for like forty mil, and he hasn't done anything now. So. Doesn't it seem like every time a team like goes all out in a mm-hmm. contract, for it never a coach, works out. It's a, it's almost like kind of like a player. If, like if in the a NFL. guy doesn't win a national title or something like that, you, you Michigan State has been to these kind of bowls before. Yeah, they're a good program. Like I understand, like Dabo Sweeney, whenever he took over as the head coach, who's trying he, to hire Mel Tucker? Yeah, who's going after him? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody thinks. Like I said, so like Dabo Sweeney, Dabo, Dabo, because Dabo built a consistent contender. And he won national titles. Yes. Kirby Smart gets an extension this year. Fine, he won the national title. And he's giving you number one recruiting classes. I say classes. It a million times, but the state of Mississippi doesn't do a lot of things right, but that four-year contract law has saved the university. Smart. Money. Because, I mean, Hugh Freeze would have been in the probably in the middle, probably been like in year two yeah. of a nine-year, $50 million deal. And it's like some of these play, these contracts in the MLB that mm-hmm. are like ten years. Yeah, yeah, for a guy that's like thirty. Have, or yeah, something. yeah. Like yeah. these contracts are not smart, but yeah. the players and the, well, the players are, are smart. The agents have the upper hand on yeah. these guys. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's sense. the best thing that's happened to Mississippi is that four year yeah. cutoff. Like, they would have probably owed 
they didn't gave Moorhead a four year contract. He probably would have been in a normal another state. He might have been on like a six year deal. Yeah. So save money. The state would have probably made some money on Dan Mullen's contract. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. So all right. Uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, we'll talk about whatever Mike Leach has to say at his press conference. We'll do our SEC picks. Robbie now one game up on me uh, in, in the competition. I'm going to pick the same as you the rest of the way. <laughs> we'll figure that all out. We'll start talking I'm about a snowbird. it. Mississippi State, Texas A&M. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Or, sorry, not tomorrow. Uh, Two days. Tuesday. Tuesday. We've got a long way to go. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Robbie and I will be back with you very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.